dog, I ain't lie once They want me in compliance, silence Their words fears defiance Independent thinkers follow me for the guidance Broaden your horizons, faith what you fighting it for Trust your purpose, have the courage to lose sight of the shore I got this wrapped up, get your wraps up As soon as you act up, you're gonna get packed up Your lady get snatched up Welcome to the Diamond Legacy Podcast, everyone. This is Christopher, and I want to thank you so much for being here and being involved and taking a listen to what we have to say today. It's going to be a really good podcast today. got something very exciting to share with everybody, something that's going to be very helpful for everybody listening. And I want to say thank you again for taking the time to take a step away from TikTok and get over here and listen to something that's going to help everybody. So a couple things you can expect from this podcast. This is episode number two. And the Diamond Legacy podcast is a mission centered around bringing together leaders to help collectively elevate the standard. This is a roundtable discussion. This is getting involved. This is making sure that you as the listener and me as the person speaking, we are in conversation. We are exploring topics together to develop further as people and leaders in our circle to make sure that we can elevate the standard around us and hopefully create a better society. Because I believe that meaningful change starts from the bottom up, involving everybody across the board, whether or not you are a student, you're working at a restaurant, you are working at an entry-level job, you're currently in school, you're a single mother, you're an employed adult man. It does not matter. Everybody has a responsibility to fulfill in being a leader in their circle. And so that's what we're about here. A couple of different uh, topics we're going to discuss here. One one show is going to be just different stories and things that I feel might be helpful to discuss and talk about and pull the lessons out of experiences in my life. Number two is we're going to bring on other people that are inspiring and leading in their own right, people that are exceptional at what they do and people we can learn from as well, have them come on and share their thoughts. And number three, we may discuss different books. We're going to work through books together. We're going to work through and create a book club without being in a book club type thing. All right. So those are the things that you can expect here at the Diamond Legacy Podcast. I appreciate it. If you find value in this show, please bring other people on and share it with them. This is a growth-driven podcast. If you know somebody who is pursuing to be the best person that they can be in their life, someone committed to exceptional growth, being a light for the world, having accountability, committing to growth, all those good things, please bring them over to the show, share it with them, and leave your thoughts. It'd be very helpful also if you subscribed and left a review on the podcast. Give me some feedback. Help me me figure out how I can make this better, all right? But today I've got an exciting story to tell you about the time I was lost in the middle of the main woods with nothing but a compass and map to help me and 10 other people looking to follow me and get out and how I was stuck in the middle four hours into the middle of the main woods with absolutely no idea where I was and how I got out and how I think that this lesson could provide some clarity to everyday life. So back in 2015, I did a program called Outward Bound. And this is before I had ever camped or hiked. And what I was signing up for was a week long expedition on the Appalachian Trail in Western Maine, and then followed by a week long canoe expedition Uh, in the same area. And so the idea behind this program is that you get 10 kids between the ages of 15 and 18, and we go out in the middle of the woods, no cell phones, to develop as leaders and people. You go out into the middle of the woods, carry in, carry out, find water, purify it, bring all your food, cook, clean, sleep, and tense, everything, the whole nine. So you're out in the middle of the woods with 10 people you just met, 
and no escaping. So within the first day, we get picked up at the airport. We're driven to Bethel, Maine, where the base camp is. And by this time, it's already a long day. It is 8 o'clock by the time we are getting assigned our 80-liter backpacks, getting everything together, sorting out our gear, making sure everybody has everything on the checklist. We've been preparing for this for months. We were given several interviews to bring all your boots, different types of water, uh, bottles, what you need to bring for footwear, what type of clothing is acceptable and not acceptable. Um, and so we're getting ready. We're packing up our bags. We have a spaghetti dinner that night, carb loading, getting ready. And at this point, it is pitch black outside. It's got to be at least 10 o'clock at night, if not later. And we're given a compass and map and basic directions on how to find this literal shed that was in the woods that we would be calling home for the evening. So about a quarter mile out, we have our headlamps on. We are navigating out there. We camp for the night, all right? The next morning, we are exhausted. I don't think I slept more than two hours. We wake up. We start learning about how to tie various types of knots. And most importantly, we, we start to have a lesson on navigation. So throughout the next day, we learn how to, throughout the next couple hours, we learn how to navigate from point to point using a compass and a topographic, topographical map. And the idea here is you have to find out where you are, you have to figure out point A, and then you have to accurately find point B, and you find a bearing on the map using true north, and then you leapfrog. So you have one person go 200 feet forward on bearing 260 degrees, go to that tree, stand there, don't move. Everybody else follows, and so on and so forth until you get to your destination. Sounds simple enough. Okay. So now we're being driven up this logging road on the west side of Sugarloaf Mountain. We're dropped off because the road washes out, so we have to walk all the way back up to this thing. We camp at the top of this mountain for the rest of the night. This crazy view. There was this weird waterfall with this like wooden bridge that was falling apart. It was, it was a quite a cool night. It was the first night we are actually out in the woods. The next day comes, and this is where things start to get interesting. All right. The job is, the instructors tell us, Two people need to be navigators. We need lead navigator and supporting navigator. Nobody wants to do it, so I say, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll be the navigator. And my friend Danielle was the second navigator. The idea was we were going to do off-trail travel. We were going to literally cut through the main woods from the point where we were all the way to the Appalachian Trail where we would catch the Appalachian Trail and begin our actual journey. Okay? Now, mind you, I'm feeling like a million bucks. I'm confident. I'm ready to go. I got youthful enthusiasm, and I have absolutely no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> so we get to the top of this road. We figure out where we are on the map. Danielle and I figure out, hey, we're going to go on the bearing 170. If we just stay on 170, it's three quarters of a mile. We will get to the Appalachian Trail, and it shouldn't take us more than an hour and a half, maybe two hours. All right? Fair enough. So we step off of the trail and we start barreling through the Appalachian, towards the Appalachian Trail. Stepping into the, the woods. Everybody's super excited. Everybody's super happy. Everybody's like, let's go. We got this. A couple hours into it, we realize things are starting to become a lot more difficult. We're noticing that the terrain is very dark. It's very slippery. There's a lot of elevation change. And unfortunately, the type of trees that we were walking into were all young spruce trees. 
So they created a an overcast. They're about 40 feet tall, very skinny trees with no leaves on the bottom, just these sharp nodules on them. It was almost like these little tacks on each of the trees. They were very close together, and it created a very dark environment of slippery elevation change. Pretty much if you were walking 30 feet ahead of somebody, you could only hear their voice. You could not see them. It's very disorienting and very scary. So now we're about halfway through this, and the terrain is becoming more and more difficult. The elevation change is making it difficult for us to appropriately leapfrog. There's boulders in the way. There's ponds. There's little streams. There's. It's just. It's. You can't quite take the bearing because you know there's a little cliff type thing, and so you kind of have to work around. And all of a sudden, all of our enthusiasm has now shifted into a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of doubt. We're feeling unsure. We're feeling a little tired now, about three hours in, confused. And we're starting to panic and doubt our abilities, but we're not quite in full panic yet. And then this is when the true panic starts in. We're officially four and a half, five hours into this, what was supposed to be hour and a half long trek. All of us are scraped up. My arms are covered in cuts. Brutal black flies everywhere. It's dark. It's scary, and we come across one tiny clearing, the first amount of sunlight that we had seen in hours. It was a tiny little 20 by 20 area in the middle of the woods that happened to give us some sunlight. And so we all sat down. All of us are exhausted. We're carrying 80-pound Osprey backpacks full of our tents, our food, our pots, pans, everything. We sit down and we have a snack, and this is when everybody just falls apart. Everybody is crying. A lot of people are saying, we need to go back. We need to go back. We need to go back. I can't do this. I don't know what we're doing. I'm so scared. I don't know where we are. Everything is going on. Eight of them are all sitting there going, we got to go back. We got to go back. I don't know. What, uh, I'm, so, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And me, I go, dude, where the fuck do you want to go? We're so far into this. The only place to go is forward. Doesn't mean that I wasn't scared. I was actually scared. I was very scared. I'm going to be honest with you. I was uncertain. Don't forget, I'm the person supposedly leading this entire thing. And now I've led us into an absolute mess. So now I've got everybody panicking, fearful, upset. And we're just like eating our trail mix saying, this is, this is, this is ridiculous. I'm fully disoriented. I don't think I could even figure this out with a GPS. And so now I'm completely lost and disoriented. And at this point, the instructors take over because they realize we're in actual danger uh, and use the GPS watch with his elevation gain to get us a little bit more of an accurate uh, assessment of where we where we are on the map and basically used it to get us out. When we finally do cross the threshold and stumble across the Appalachian Trail, he goes, that was not what I expected. Uh, that was the most difficult in all 20 years I've been leading our bound expeditions. That was the most difficult terrain that we have ever sent our students into. So I apologize. Go figure that I would be the one leading the shit, honestly. But anyway, I think that the point is, is that you don't actually have to be lost in the woods to be experiencing all of the emotions of actually feeling lost. All of the emotions of being scared, disoriented, uncertain, and paralyzed and immobilized by the unknown. 
These are all normal experiences and normal emotions to have in life. But I think that the key is to understand the tools to getting out of your disorientation and getting out of the woods of your life. And so with that, I'd like to share a couple of the lessons that I pulled from this experience and have used in my life whenever I am feeling hypothetically lost in the woods. So it's three steps. Number one, I like to journal. Number two, I like to accurately and honestly assess where I am. And number three, I seek out mentors and I seek out guidance if I need to. Let me elaborate on these points because I think it's extremely helpful. So number one, to journal is to develop your self-awareness. It is one of the best tools I've used over the last several years to develop a, a more accurate understanding and pulse on my own emotional state. Because what ends up happening when you're in a disoriented environment is you are also not, you are not only fighting against the uncertain terrain, but often you are fighting against your uncertain emotions and you can create the woods of your own emotions where you're lost in the first place. So now you're double lost. And what I've found is that by getting a nice journal and a nice pen and something that you will diligently use, something that's quality, anytime you are starting to feel an overwhelm of emotions, you can go to the paper, use the pen, stream of consciousness, write down everything, everything without a filter, and you can begin to untangle your brain. I know it kind of sounds gross, but you can really start to untangle your thoughts because when you're walking around with anxiety, depression, uncertainty, fear, doubt, all of these different things, what you're trying to do is you're trying to solve an external puzzle while your mind is also a puzzle falling apart. And so one of the first steps you need to do when you are feeling very disoriented is you need to step back, shut off your phone, go to a quiet place and journal. You need to start to get in touch with your emotions and more importantly, begin to develop the connection between your emotional state and physical cues. So if you start to notice that your heart races or your stomach turns or your, your palms get sweaty or you start stuttering or any of these things, those are physical signs that your emotions are tangled and you need to work to untangle them. And this has been an extremely beneficial uh, tool for me and it is the first step it is not the second step it's not the third step it is the most important step because without untangling what your thoughts and emotions are you are going to be unable to accurately describe the territory around you which is step number two you need to describe exactly where you are with honesty if you are struggling financially you need to write down every single piece of debt ious income, savings, money on hand, credit cards, everything, student loans, credit, like loans, all this stuff, everything you can think of, you need to accurately get it out on paper, add it up, get the number. If it's $50,000 you're in debt, you need to put down $50,000 on the paper and be real with yourself. All right. Because it's, it's extremely important to understand where you are. If you are looking to become more fit and you're unhappy with how fit you are, you need to look at yourself in the mirror. You need to get an accurate measurement of your body fat percentage, and you need to accurately log your 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 um your diet. You need to get an app, and you need to start to figure out exactly where you are and what patterns you have, what habits you have. And you need to look at it, and you need to be blunt, honest. 
honest as you can possibly be with yourself. And it's probably going to sting. It's probably going to sting. If you're dating and you're not having success in dating, you need to be honest with the with the actions you're taking. Are, is your appearance up to up to par? Are you dressing appropriately? Are you grooming appropriately? Are you reading? Are you becoming a desirable person? Are you fit? Are you interesting? Like, honestly, do you sit inside and play video games all day and then wonder why nobody comes up to you and wants to date you? These are the type of honest conversations you need to put down on the paper and say, listen, for better or for worse, this is where I am. All right? And you need to be super clear about that. And you might be surprised how much peace that clarity brings you. It might be overwhelming, but at least it's not unknown. Because just like navigation and leapfrogging, point A is just as important as point B because you need to be accurate in your movement forward, which is the next part of 2. 2A two is really where you need to figure out where you would like to go. If you are $50,000 in debt, I assume you may want to be debt-free and own a home. Or you may have an investment goal, or you may have a financial goal or an income goal. You need to understand where exactly you want to go. If you want to be fit, do I want a six-pack? Do I want to be able to run a 5K? Do I want to run a marathon? Do I want to go compete in the CrossFit Games? Do I want to just go seven days a week? Do I want to fix my knee pain? Do I want to fix my back pain? Whatever. You need to figure out exactly where you want to go. If you want to date, you know, how many dates do you want to go on? What type of date do you want to go on? What type of relationships are you looking for? Who are you looking for? What type of person are you looking for? What qualities do they have? What attributes and, and values do they have? These are the type of conversations you need to have. So you need to be honest with where you are and you need to be honest with where you would like to go. And from those points, you can begin to develop an accurate plan. But number three might be just as important if you are feeling extremely overwhelmed is to seek out guidance and a mentor. And one of the best free resources I have found has been podcasts or YouTube videos. You can learn almost anything on earth from YouTube videos. You can go on and search anything. And there are likely experts that have been there, done that, who will provide you with resources to get started. And if you must, you can probably join in their groups for a paid subscription you can get a coach, a health coach, an online coach, a personal trainer, a dating coach. You can do all of these things. There are resources out there, and you may need a guide to get you out of the woods if you are that lost. All right? Number two, another good spot that you can find some resources is Goodwill. Go to the book section. Go to the nonfiction book section. I have built a really extensive library of probably over 300 books, all from Goodwill. And you can find – there's no books there that are – more than five bucks, maybe $6 or $7 if you find one that's like a huge hardcover book. But most of the books are going to be two to three to four dollars. And you can go there and look for them. Just start reading. You're going to get inspired and you're going to begin to develop your mind toward the goals that you have. And so I believe that just like when we were lost in the main woods, we had to figure out where we were. We had to figure out where we needed to go. And we needed a guide to help us get out if we were too lost. And I think that these are three important keys that you can use for when you are feeling lost in the woods of your own life. And I hope that you use some of these. If you use nothing else, please develop your skill and your discipline of journaling. It doesn't have to be a set schedule, but when you are starting to notice your overwhelm, please go to the journal and begin to get it out of your brain. 
Don't go to your friends. Don't go to your mom. Don't go to your dad. Go to them after. First, go and dissect what is coming out of your own brain with a stream of consciousness. It's one of the best things you can do, and I can't recommend it enough. But with all that being said, I'm going to wrap this up by saying thank you. I hope that you are not feeling lost, but if you are feeling lost, at least now you have some tools to move forward and develop yourself and navigate out of the woods. If you would like to connect with us more, you can go to thediamondlegacy.co and subscribe with your email for the newsletter that will be updating you on all podcasts and anything related to our movement. If you would like to connect on Instagram, we are located at the Diamond Legacy Co. Or my personal is Christopher at C-H-R-X-T-O-P-H-E-R-R. And I'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and send us a message. With that being said, I'm going to wrap it up and say I appreciate you. Best of luck. Keep kicking ass. And I will see you on the next episode.